Yeah. This is for the Rasa. Yeah. We're going off. This is for the Rasa. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? We're here in Long Beach at DG Boxing Center right here at 5660 East PCH. Are you ready? We're going audio. We got. We still got an audience. I think like three people. Uh, one had to leave, but uh, we're still doing it anyway. Uh, we got in the house today, guys. We got a special guest, comedian uh, Richard Barber. Give it up for Mr. Richard Barber. What's up, guys? What's up? How we doing in Long Beach? What's up, Richard? So, how are you doing, man? How are you doing on a Sunday? Thank you for coming in. Yeah, no, good, good, good. When uh, when you hit me up, I was actually um, I was actually featured at a sold out show, but I did take that thirty seconds to respond back to you because you know I do love you and shit. So. What, what show are you doing? What show? Um, I was actually there's a brand new comedy club here in uh, Huntington Beach called the Rec Room. Oh, the Rec Room. That's right. Um, sold out. Um, great night And I didn't know this But they have salsa afterwards So I basically Get to perform And then I come out And I just see these beautiful women Dancing with these old ass men For some fucking reason <laughs> In Huntington Beach The most beautiful women Are married to their grandfather I don't get it But it was the sexiest Most disgusting thing I've ever seen Cause they're the ones The women are the ones Grabbing the guy's ass When you salsa You do know that right So it was you, you forgot the trifecta like Huntington Beach Old dudes You forgot Money. No, I if forgot. There's money, if there's I forgot. Money, I forgot. That's where I want to be in twenty years. That's that's what well, we you forgot. You gotta get say. the money part. That's that's why you're doing what you're doing. Oh, okay. comedy. Yeah, no, I'm just playing. I'm like, you know, fucking money, yeah, bro. You don't make it till you make it. You know how it goes. It's like boxing, right? Until you have gold, you don't make no gold. That's just the way it goes. You're nobody to, to get it. That's right. Once you get that gold around your waist, you get it in your pocket in your bank account. That's just wow, the way that, it rolls. That's the way to put it, man. And we got boxers coming up. You got to earn it. You got to earn it before they give it to you in every way form. So speaking of speaking of earning, how, how long have you been trying to earn it? Uh, seven years. Seven years. Seven I've been years. doing comedy seven years. I started, um, I, I would say 420 is uh, <laughs> something special to me because that's actually, I started 419. And Do you I, smoke weed? Um, I do partay in the medical partition because I used to have seizures for about six years. And uh, I, they had me on some Keppra, some medical stuff that was like really bad. It gives you rage issues. It's just not good. And so I wing myself off. So I do use uh, THC and CBD oils to continue to keep me seizure free for over a year and a half. But it's because, you know, when I was younger... You know, I didn't I didn't box, but well, part of boxing, I had dirty box and, and jiu-jitsu and, and Muay Thai. And so they think that sometimes when you do have a lot of blows to the head or you do have an oxygen cutoff during choking drills and shit, that shit like that can happen. So unfortunately, I had them for a few years. They couldn't figure out why. They put me on a medication that made me sicker, and I got off of it. So I, when I see these parents trying to give these these drugs to their kids and trying to wing them off with CBD oils and stuff, I'm all for it. It does work. I'm seizure-free over a year and a half now. I can drive again. I'm normal. I'm back getting in shape. Man, I was like 280 pounds at one point. That's right. I remember. I remember. Uh, and now, I, you know, I, I can... I now can, you're like 275. I can see my belly button <laughs> okay. facing straight out, not up at me. And you, you know, and so it's a good thing. You'll see your dick. Oh, bro. It's, you know what? I'm not too worried about that part because right now in the summer, it's got shade. 
So that's a good thing. If I had abs and shit, you know what I mean? It would have a, if I was still a little thick, it would have a tan line, weird fucking farmer line. I don't want that, bro. So I'm okay. I'll lose it in December. I'm okay with that. All right. So, but yeah, seven years. So medication, and then we're talking about your penis. And yeah. ladies, uh, he doesn't, you don't take medication anymore. No. And his no. rash is gone. His rash is gone. Yeah. So he's available. Well, I told you not to touch me there, but. <laughs> So this is cool. So, so when did you start? When you so I started. I started seven years ago. Before I was into comedy, um, I dabbled into some marketing and stuff. Like when Ed Hardy, uh, like basically sold out in '07. Uh, I was working with some people, and uh, that's what I did. When I got done with that, I was bored, and I had two really good friends. And I always want to say what's up to Corey and Chad because without you guys, I wouldn't be on the track I am. Uh, they're the Smash Brothers. They're out of the In and Empire. Uh, they, they actually toured with Ralphie May for about seven years. And so... Rest in peace. Ralphie yeah, rest May. in peace, Ralphie. Uh, great man, actually. Uh, we we uh, medicated in his tour bus one, at least once that I can remember because that motherfucker smokes, I'm telling you. Um, Ralphie. Yeah. Ralphie. And so they told me to go to this small bar in Colton, California, which is... It's like... It's in California, but it's like if it was Georgia and the Klan still owned it. <laughs> Do you understand? Like when I walked into the bar, when I walked into the bar, I was a minority, not the white people. Do you understand? Right, right, like, right. and uh, to tell them that they sent me there, they kind of chuckled. I think I know who you're talking about. They had farm animals in there. I think a sheep. Well, that 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 was for dinner, but. <laughs> That's what they were serving. Exactly, bro. I mean, they. I mean, their specialty was a bacon shell taco. So it was a, a taco shell a made bacon. of bacon that was weaved, and then they they had it deep fried, and then they would make you this monster taco. So yeah, they didn't even make tacos like a Mexican bro. They used pork that to make a shell. They're like, no, we're gonna do it the white way. We're gonna do it white way. Take a little bit of pig, take a little bit of cow, take some cheese and some. Flour and throw that shit in a deep fryer. It's good. You can get the accent after you eat it. Fuck yeah, bro. Take delicious. Start looking at my cousin a little different and shit. (laughs) Because it's just, and then I ended up doing time there. And the funny part was uh, Jeff Garcia, which I always thank to this day, uh, was there that night. Uh, picked me up for a good year to help me out where he had me coming to a lot of bar shows. He does that. Doing the improv. He really does. Out of all the Latino comics, um, he's the most accessible. I'm not going to talk down on any other Latino that has, like, I'm saying like George Lopez and Carlos Mencia. I'm not talking about you, dog. Like, I'm talking about, like, rich fucking comics. Not, like, mid-grade. Like, these motherfuckers who have, like, golf tournaments that have been dedicated to them for, like, 15 years, you know? And it's not that they're not trying to help Latino comics. And that's that's really the bad rap they're getting. It's just they're not as accessible. And sometimes it's not they're not accessible because they don't want to be. But when you're trying to stay busy in an industry, just like when you're boxing, um, you lose friends because you're in a gym. You lose family members thinking that you think you're better than them because you're trying to make something better of yourself. Because this isn't this isn't the way you're supposed to. You know why are you still fighting? You're 27. You're 23, 35. Yeah, but this is part of who I am, and people don't get that sometimes. So for Jeff, he's made himself accessible to younger comics. It's just who he's always been, and he's the kind of person that always gives. And I've been fortunate enough to to receive that that right. offering. Uh, and it, realistically, everybody he's really kind of worked with, I mean, 9 out of 10 are really funny comics. I mean, yeah, um, I Jerry Garcia, uh, Jesus Sepulveda. I mean, come on, over and over. These comics come out and they blow the scene up. 
And I'm, hopefully I'm the next one to do the exact same thing. I've been lucky enough, you know, and that's where I was last night. I was with Jeff, um, another sold out show. Uh, I was with him a couple weeks back. Luckily, I've been doing a lot of, in seven years, it shouldn't be headlining. We both know that. I, that is a, that's still an opening time for most comics. But to have teachers like him, George Perez, that's my boy, Orange County comic, who everybody knows, um, takes me under their wing and gives me advice and teaches me things. And, and then instead of trying to capture me as their talent, throws me off and says, now learn to fly. And in a good way. And so it's been able to in seven years. So I've done the gate, which I love the gate because honestly, it no other show. And I, you can't call it Orange County. You can't call it Alley County because it really is both. If you really determine it, it is on the border of both counties. Like, there like, is no other five six two area code still there is no other there's no someone Tuesday night local show as yeah. successful in yeah. either county thank you man so I, I, I do appreciate that and then you know just let me know when you need another headlining spot field ah <laughs> so but no I mean it's just been great it's been a fun seven years for a while I was sick and the set I have now I've rewrote like eight times because right. I would forget it after a seizure I would forget it and I don't have to rewrite the whole damn thing and then forget it again and then I remember the old one and then and so after the last one I ended up losing pieces of some and regaining old pieces so I took the entire thing and put it together wow. and then it just worked it just maybe I kept the good shit and the seizure says like hey that's not that funny fool we can't take that <laughs> take that out of your brain you know what I mean so not losing mem losing memories ain't all bad if you lose a memory it means you're able to have access to a new one because your brain has space that's what I tell people Wow, cool. That, yeah, before we even go in, in, any further, let's, let's all talk about how, how, where you grew up, how you grew up. People, people I grew up where, in where, California. Where did, where did Richard Barr, what, what's up with Richard Barr? I grew up in California. What, and people say, what, do you mean, what do you mean you grew up in California? California? That must be everywhere. Well, yes. Uh, originally, I'm originally from East Los Angeles. You know, uh, people say where you from East LA. It's because your, your parents moved a lot, right? Uh, a lot. No, it's I got moved around. I kept getting in trouble. So, uh, you know, at five, I was already at five years old. You're not supposed to be running the streets with your friends, and you know, basically at coming five home. Five years old. Yeah. And what city was this? In East LA. Oh, and so, shit. and so, my mom. I love my mom. She wanted better for me, so she decided to move me to a better neighborhood. And so we moved to Hawaiian Gardens. Oh, dang! Which That's you know, it. at the time, it, I like it. it. I've never felt uncomfortable in any town I lived in. Got in trouble there again. I, I, by so from grade. five years old. What, what, so from five, from five to eleven. You went to Hawaiian Gardens. You went to Hawaiian Gardens for five years, six years, and then mm -hmm. right before my, you know, right around six. Where were you born? East LA. I was born in General Hospital. General Hospital. I'm Southern California, mostly raised. But yeah, I mean, I got in trouble again. They moved me up to a small town called Dinuba, which is just Dinuba. That's just that's south of Fresno, just right. north of Visalia. And how um, old were you? How old were you when you went there? Eleven. How was that? Ten, eleven. I was like six. You were, kind of, you were kind of the dark person up there, weren't you? Uh, no. See, that was at, during a time that you know, Boys in the Hood was coming out. Had just come out. You know, uh, it was out of Crips and Bloods. And even though I was. A young sixth grader coming in from, How from old Southern you? California. I'm 40 now. Oh, so even though I was a young sixth grader coming in from Southern California, I'm still a, a guy coming in from L.A. And they're still up there in the North Annual area. So they were, and even though the farmers and they're talking, yeah, you know, fuck you, you know, they're still trying to claim a gang. So I got in a lot of fights, you know. Up in Dinuba? Yeah. Up in well, Small Fresno. 
Yeah. The, the bulldog. Yes. And back then they were, you know, it was a big battle between colors and stuff. So I got a lot of fights, but it ended up, um, I ended up getting coached. My, uh, my mom put me in Pop Warner football and I ended up getting coached by Virgil Wilson, which if you don't know who he is, he's the former offensive lineman for the LA Rams. Um, so you should know who he is since you're a Rams fan, fucker. But, <laughs> That would never happen. Uh, I just have Ram tickets. Yeah, I know. But Virgil uh, was one of my first coaches and uh, really just gave me a passion. What, what position did you play? Uh, I was an offensive defensive lineman, and by my freshman Were you a chunky little kid? Yeah, yeah. That, uh, they call me Panson for a reason. So, yeah. It was, uh, and so <laughs> I, ended up, I ended up playing football for high school. For the school. Caucasians, what does that mean? That means uh, chunky. I mean, chunky kid. Fat, so, okay. yeah. Um, and I ended up playing football, um, got to high Were school. Were you good? Uh, played varsity my freshman sophomore year. Um, and then you got in trouble. Got in trouble again, and uh, got <laughs> moved, got moved down. Uh, what did you get in trouble for? What, what, what are you, what are you me doing? And my, me and my stepdaddy get along. My mom's former husband, and and um, so did you run away? I was, I was a piano kid though, so I um, got moved with my real dad, and my real dad was where I needed to be. So finished high school. Um, I started had a family. Before I started comedy, I had a family. I have four, four beautiful daughters. Uh, Jalissa, my wow, oldest. I didn't, I didn't my oldest, uh, she now lives in uh, the East Coast or the South. She's with her, her son and she's doing well. I have a daughter who's in college in South Orange County area and the other two are in high school. So I have all four girls. Wow. So, um, I didn't know that. Of, yeah. Proud this of, is why I like doing this. Proud of all, all four of them. They all do their thing. I'm just, you know, when it comes to my personal, personal life, I'm very very discreet when it comes to that you know my children when it comes to hey i'm having fun it's another thing but you have to understand we're in an industry where everything's a joke and you put anything out there and the worst thing about media nowadays there's so many bullies and and everything else and it's just best that even even your daughter barely comes on media and she's already like well, my daughter, yeah, 28 29 she don't have she don't have she I, carries I, I, guns I, and shit and she's like don't put me on fucking facebook dog what did i say about she, that she doesn't go on that stuff she's no. not allowed to be on there no she, how old is she she's 20, 27 she's not allowed to be on there she's, she's 27 yes well, i said no because she, she's going to be a lawyer they're not like oh not yeah like, yeah it because it's just really you got it with today's society, you got to watch what you put out in media. For unfortunately, for me, I don't give a damn you, about you, what I put out. For you me. talked about bullying. If you, if, were you the bully or the bullier? I actually, um, I was fortunate to be raised with uh, an aunt who had uh, Down syndrome, which I call. You were raised. Uh, my aunt in my family, she has, you know, Down syndrome, and we were around that as young kids during holidays and stuff. And so, at a young age, we were always taught to protect bullies and protect people. On, less fortunate my mom when i was small lost her eyesight she's blind wow. uh, now legally blind she's gained some of it back so you know those type of people are bullied so i've always been raised to not bully to be the anti-bully so because you look like a bully uh bully bullies if you're messing with people who you are, do that you, yeah i would love I, and that's i mean come on i'll come on guys who box and everything else you, you know what you're telling me if you saw somebody being messed with who you can tell cannot defend themselves it's just not in you to go there and step up for them so people are afraid to stand up for themselves some people don't well, know yeah, that's why they get bullied and sometimes you have to stand in front of them and say you know what there's people bigger than you too and you need to leave them alone and there's a comic who recently someone was doing that too uh, Keith Rizza who has Asperger's Oh, okay. And I oh, had to stand up for him because you're not there. 
you're not going to stand up. You're not going to stand there and pick on somebody who has Asperger's, knowing that bullying him puts him in a downward, de- you know, depressional spiral, and get away with it. Not going to happen, bro. Not going to happen. I would prefer. I would prefer for all my media to go away and everybody to hate me and all my fans to say you're you're a dick or whatever, and have the person who's potentially suicidal if they get to that level right. not be at that point. Right. Emotional. Like an emotional well-being is one thing. It's it's one thing, but but physical abuse that a, a physical ass whooping that can go away unless like you really hurt somebody, smacking somebody because they're beating up, they're mentally abusing somebody who can't defend right, themselves. Right. And they know that, and, you and they know, and they're and they're and they're they feed off of it, yeah. and they feed, and you I, see that guy still tries to bully him. I just admire, I admire some of the well, anybody in fact, but just like comedians. When I see them, when I when they try to bully us. Yeah. Come on, at shows, you've never tried. No one's ever tried to bully you after a show. Oh, you're funny, but hey, dude, like no one's ever thought to try to get in your face. Well, you don't have a neck, so you look like you <laughs> fuck somebody. I've been fortunate, but there's a lot of comics, and you can go on Facebook right now, and something happened this weekend or last week, and people get drunk at a, a, at shows, and we do a lot of bar shows. We do a lot of bar shows, and that those bar shows, those people are drunk already. They don't. They weren't there for comedy. They were there for the bikini bartenders or or some shit like that. And we just ha- so happened to say a joke that pissed them off. Now talking like a, like a bully in a, in a scenario like that. Have you ever been somebody said something like a heckler? On uh, I get heckled. You never, you never been in an uh, altercation or anything like that. I've been heckled before. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've told my story before about my. That's altercation. what we're here for. Tell the story. Um, like four years ago, maybe I was doing a show in Orange County. We didn't play some music background. No, this is be sad. Am I gonna cry? No, about and, and, and it's it's not a good story. I'm not proud of it. I should have just I should have not been involved with it. But four years ago, um, there were some bullies in Orange County area. I was doing a show at a bar that I used to do shows for uh, for a long term basis, and there were some guys there who were. They were really there to cause problems. Mm-hmm. They got in my face a couple times. I said a joke. I in, for me, I do couples jokes. You know, my zero. You know, basically, you could tell you're a real couple because your wife's on the other side of the bar. She's not even looking at your ass. You know what I mean? That he came up to me when I got down. Was like, hey, ain't no joke. Unfortunately, I was, I was hosting. I apologized. I said, not a worry, and I ignored him. And I did, went on with the rest of the night. And at the end of the show, he wanted to get in my face and. Unfortunately for him, back then I used to drink a lot during my shows, and so I was like, I didn't give a shit. I was, Let's go. hey, bro, if you want to fight, sure, but I'm gonna break your arm. Like seriously, <laughs> he was, he was specific. specific. Yeah, I'm what you were gonna break? I was like, I, I'm specific. Gonna, I, I'm gonna break your arm, and, and, and <laughs> when I'm done, I'm gonna put your wallet on your chest because I just want you to know that I put you in that position because you've been to jail because you're a dick, and oh, so. His wife was telling him, like, don't do this. You could tell, like, he's going to fuck you up, you know. And he was like, fuck you. I just got out of prison, boom, 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 boom. And, and, and it, was, it was a customer. It was, it was a customer. And so him and his friend and his girlfriend left. And so I didn't think nothing of it. And we finished up the show. And we're, you know, they're hanging out. And we're all in the parking lot in the back, me and a couple of the comics saying goodbye and stuff, you know. And... The guys, the guy comes back with another friend, and I guess they had guns, and they went into the bar. Wow! And when they went, came out of the bar, because I wasn't in there, they were looking for me. They saw me in the back of the parking lot, and so they drove to the back of the parking lot. And when they came 
up to me because I was by myself and there were two of them. I guess they were stupid enough to leave their guns in the car. So when they both came at me, I knocked the big one straight out. And he didn't break his arm though. No, well, hold on. I knocked them out with the left hook because I figured if I put the bigger one out, the, the small one's going to either run or it's going to be a lot easier. And when I socked him, I stuck my thumb in the other one's throat at the same time. So it gave me a split second, and I went and I stood over that one to make sure. But by the time I went there, the security guard had pulled me off, to, went to pull me off, and he threw me in front of the car. The other guy was already in the car. I think you mentioned that. And he ran me over, like That's hit me with right. the car. That's so right. I ended up flying from the hood and hit one of those yellow, yellow um, um, parking poles. You know, okay. those little short yeah. yellow poles, right, like, right, don't right. go be honest, right, you know, fuck right, your car up. Right. Um, and I guess my knee went out of place, and um, I guess I popped it back in and was pissed off and went in and started trying to pull the driver out of the car. And they had to pull me off of him, and we were, the cops came. We, we took off, the, you know, everybody ended up leaving. But I was nice enough to drag the knocked out guy back to the car and put him in the car for his friend so they could leave. You did that? I did that, bro. Oh, you're a nice fighter. And they apologize. They've apologized since. I like to go out and have like a fight with him, go have an ice cream later. Because I, I, through the whole situation, I kept telling him, why are you doing this? Like, why are you doing it? And so since then, and I don't like to tell the story anymore because since then they've apologized and and they they know that they were wrong. I think just by doing what you did, that's all squared up. Yeah, and they've apologized since then. And and realistically, the last four altercations I've gotten, I've gotten an apology from the person. That started the altercation. You have it. I have. Oh, you have. I get apology. Yeah, okay. like I'm sorry. Has it been to a show? Um, no, but one, one another one has. It could have been a girl. <laughs> but another one has. <laughs> then I got an altercation with like eight years ago, and he came to a show. I was like, "Bro, you're so funny. You don't remember me?" I was like, "No." And he goes, "Dude, I had tried to mess. With, I was messing with people in Dana Point because that's where I used to live." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "And I pushed you, and like you." You were like, "Hey, bro, like I'm not the one," and you just try to leave. And so I went out there, and he goes, "And um." Like, you were going to beat the hell out of me, but you picked me up and patted me on my ass and sent me on my way. And like, wow. that was the coolest thing you ever did. And that's like, they, a nice, that's like a nice fight. I'm not a bully. And if, if there's a point where you can't defend yourself, there's no reason for me to continue to be an aggressive person. And if I defend myself and through the whole situation, I'm telling you, please stop. I'm trying to just defend myself. Then right. at some point, you got to realize you're the dick, bro. Like, you're the <laughs> dick. Like, seriously, if, as boxers... If, if somebody was trying to beat the hell out of you, knock them out, and then you help them and you're apologetic about it, it's really going to change the way everyone looks at you because it's not your intention to hurt nobody. You just so happen to have that hook that's going to put them out cold and you diffuse the situation. But at the end of that, it's how you handle yourself. At the end of how you handle right. that, that, that split second, if, if after you diffuse it, if you still want to be aggressive, then that anger takes over, then that's, you need to control that part. But if at the end of you diffusing that, you can stop, take that person and explain to them what's going on and, and make sure they're not they're not hurt. Right, right. Make sure they're okay. Or make sure that, you know, you, you make sure that when you leave there, everything's right. 
you won't have these problems. I just, I just feel that. I just well, feel I mean, like you gotta I, be I right. I feel like you have a fight and carry a first aid kit with you. Fight it off. Let me patch you up. Let me patch you up. No, let I me just, take your arm back off. No, and that's why I don't like telling the stories because that does give like a sense of me that I'm not. I'm not that person. You look, you look like I, that person. I, I prefer to sit at home and and watch you know comedy. Like I watch Mom's Dog. That's my show. Like that's the show right there with that little white girl. That's the show, dog. Like I watch that. I, I just I'm not I'm not that person. And, and because I look like that, it it, it draws that attention. It, it does. You're a you know, just fan. just like a, as you if you're a boxer, really people know you're a boxer. They want to test you. Oh, you're a boxer, dog. Oh, and like why you gotta start jabbing on me? I, I don't even fucking know you, bro. Like. We're not even friends, dog. It's just awkward. <laughs> and so, you're in the supermarket. <laughs> yeah, and so you know, it's just weird. So when I do comedy, you you actually see what I'm about. I do my jokes about women and relationships and kids and the stuff we deal with in our real lives. You know, right. you know, like you know, loving your ex-wife enough not to kill the bitch because you want weekends <laughs> off with the kids too. You don't, you don't understand? Have you, you been you been married? I was married for a decade. And so, yeah, and then I... I like, he uh, knows that's 12 years? Yeah, that's fucked, That's 10. And that's, you know, you, I think once you guys no longer have safe word games... And you start, safe yeah, word? Safe word. What, you know what, what is safe word? That's why she's choking you, and you say unicorn, and she stops. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Once you have that in, and it's... You gotta like, explain that. I don't think we have a lot of listeners. And, you know what I mean? And it's an unsafe word game. Like, that's that, you know, because safe word sex, you know, you're boom. There's some shit going on there. But unsafe word, though, that's where, that's where you say something that brings back the fucked up memory to them. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, like you know me, I always say I can't say purple, because then that brings back a fucked up memory from my lady about a chick in a purple bikini that asked me for a lighter because she was bad. I'm not going to lie, this bitch was fucking bad. She had a Kardashian booty with Latina tendencies. Do you understand what I'm saying? Where, you know, if you took her home, your mom would like her. And as soon as she turned around seeing that ass, she'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> and she was like, do you have a lighter? And I don't fucking carry lighters, but I was still checking my fucking pockets. Because, and, and my lady saw, so now purple is an unsafe fucking word. Oh. <laughs> he said purple's an unsafe word. But it's just, that's the way it's been. And, and, and I, and, we need to laugh about it. I think we need to laugh more about what we deal with with our with our significant other and what we deal with in life on an everyday basis to just get the fuck over it. How many of us want to beat the shit out of the person in the car in front of us that's not fucking paying attention, that there's fucking five car lengths ahead of them clear, and now people are cutting in traffic? How many of us just want to choke them? How many of us just want to pull over in front of them, I, stop I, the I car, and just flip them off? Just flip them off. Don't even get close to them. Just go fuck yourself. And then you realize the old-ass lady, and you're like, shit. <laughs> But we all have that because we all have to deal with LA traffic or we have to deal with, you know, New York traffic or, or we got to deal with stupid people that we've dealt with in our day. And so I talk about it. I, I deal with it, you know. The fact that, you know, you got, you're in a 10 items or less and there's this fucking motherfucker there with 35 12. items. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with 12, dog. Like, I do it. If I got 10, I'm like, all right, I got 12. Uh, you know what, though? But it's only, it's three packs. It's, nice it's, it's all vegetables. That counts as one. So, yeah, how do they do that? How, how does that? I put all my vegetables in one and shit. It pisses them off. That's one. So you have some cauliflower, broccoli, an onion, and tomato in one fucking bag. And they're like, but sir, you should. I'm like, you know what, though? Isn't that fucking up our environment with all these plastic bags you're asking me to use? And then you're trying to charge me for that fucking bag? Wow, I'm not, but I'm just fucking too lazy to go get the new fucking bags for every individual thing, dog. I bought a fridge that's supposed to keep that shit nice. You put it in the crisper. See, that's how you know I was married. You put that in the crisper, and then you put that in the cheese tray, and then you put that over there in the bottom where it says veggies, and that one in the fruit. 
I didn't remember what the fuck they were for before. I just used to shove everything in spaces that they were fit. Like I would put my beers in the in the bottom drawers when I was when I was married, so right. my kids would couldn't open it because it was too fucking heavy. That's why I have my beers. <laughs> That's hilarious. But it's smart. It makes sense. Yeah. Instead of putting it way up there, so when they do reach it, it hits them in the fucking head. And I got a fucked up beer can. I can't open, and my kids got a knot in her head. That is hilarious. Hey, so, so what, do you, what do you got coming up, Bridget? You got anything coming up? Any, any I'm supposed to be in Vegas on the fourth. Now I was going to Vegas because Cue Ball was supposed to be having a summer kickoff. Oh, hold on. Cue Ball was supposed to be having a summer kickoff, but unfortunately, from Sublime, the right, bass player, right, right, right. Uh, he got LBC? sick. Yep. What's up? That's that's like a legend around here. That's right. Um, and but he got sick, so his uh, summer kickoff's been been canceled, so he can get some rest. Hey, dog. Much love to you out there. And then, um, but he's got his band, uh, LBC Rehab, is supposed to be coming back out. So, guys, listen to that as well. We also do have, um, I'll be at the Pond Stars Barbecue event on 4th of July. Las Vegas. Las well, Vegas, though. And, and old, old man just died. Pops just passed away. Yeah. He said 100, bro. He did say 100, but you know his son. He said, I'll give you 77. <laughs> but I guess, so I guess he got the fucking deal. Yeah, that, that's right. He just, and, and he was such a, uh, he was a grumpy old man, but a good grumpy old yeah, man. Yeah, bro. I mean, come on. My grandfather was that. He passed away last, like about a year and a half ago. And same thing. Like, mean to everybody, but who he liked. There you go. Love that shit, dog. You get you know, any social media? Any social media? Uh, find me on Facebook. Find me on Facebook, uh, Richard Barba, uh, or you can find me on Instagram at comedian Richard Barba. You guys, if you guys want any tickets, let me know. Right now, I'm actually doing something. Is I'm actually going to be helping the uh, SoCal Raider Nation uh, boosters actually raise ten thousand dollars. We're getting a bad connection. We're going to raise ten thousand dollars <laughs> this year for the LA County foster kids to have Christmas. Any shout-outs? Got any shout-outs? Any, any family, friends, sponsors? Oh, uh, yes. Really I want to say what's up to Stay Loaded Clothing Apparel. Thank you for the last seven years, guys. You guys keep supporting me. I want to say thank you to my, my boy Rob out there with his brand-new uh, music management company coming up. I would mention it, but unfortunately, I don't know if I can yet. I want to say thank you to, to, honestly, all my Raider Booster Clubs out there, the Black Hole, Orange County Booster Clubs, Raider Nation, SoCal Raider Nation. My Goon Squad, uh, uh, my Wrecking Crew guys, all of you guys, thank you so much. Dude, I really, honestly, I, I want to say thank you to uh, guys like uh, Cochino, uh, Jeff, uh, George, uh, Sebastian Santino, who I haven't seen in a couple of years, I don't work with no more, but gave me a lot of time in the beginning. Um, thank you guys, because without... Comics like you, who put on some of the best shows in, in Southern California, I wouldn't be able to get any funnier because your crowd really don't fucking laugh unless you're funny. That's a fucked up crowd. It's, it's crazy. That's a fucked up crowd. That's like going to box somewhere and they only cheer when you get hit in the fucking face. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not when you walk in, everybody's fucking quiet. But as soon as you get hit hard, they're fucking cheering. And I was like, these motherfuckers want me to get fucked up. <laughs> but no, honestly, I so I I just really want to thank everybody, my followers, most of all. Thank every one of them because for the last couple months, uh, I didn't realize it, but we've been packing it out every show. So uh, Ice House over over fifty to sixty Raider uh, Raider fans show up at the wow. Ice House. It only seats a hundred, bro. Right. Uh, we had Bruce's uh, completely completely uh, standing room only over here in Santa Fe Springs uh, last week as well. Uh, I'm about to go to Vegas. I'm being told that tickets are going faster than they can get them, get them out to the people. Wow. So hopefully... It, it Any, is, anything local? Anything local? Um, I, I'm, I think I might be dropping into the starting gate okay. probably right. the day before I leave to Vegas because I want to warm up. 
Okay, I'll let him know. So uh, I think I might start with start, starting gate. So if you're in Los Alamitos, Anaheim, Garden Grove, Long Beach, if you're in fucking Long Beach and you're boxing, take a shower before you come. There are <laughs> girls there too. So come come down. Uh, we're gonna have fun. I want to say what's up to my boys at Six Cycles, Comadres. Um, to my vejitos out there, what's up? To my boys, you know, I'm part of Orange Coast vejitos, so I gotta say what's up to vejito world out there. Um, uh, and to my mom and dad, thank you. Without you guys, honestly, hooking up back then, I wouldn't be here right now. All right, guys. Hey, thank you guys so much. Thank you so much, Mr. Oh, thank you, dog. Hey, 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 Cochino, before we go, tell my people out here on Facebook, what's up? What's up? It's Cochino. It's your boy, Cochino, right here. Guys, follow, also, Center. follow him on Facebook. Follow him on Instagram. Yeah, I'm going to give all that. I'm going to give all that right now. Buy so, anything but about. They don't make a <laughs> So, yeah, make sure you guys make sure you guys go on, on my social media, on Comedian Cochino on Facebook and uh, Cochino underscore comedy on Instagram and uh, keep listening Anchor Anchor Podcast uh, and then you can hear it on iTunes uh, Google Podcast Apple Podcast uh, we're, we're doing this as episode I think 6 or 7 uh, but keep listening you find my episode guys Y'all yes. like my pe- Facebook people make mine the best one yet find my Facebook on my Facebook we're going to post the site it'll be posted it'll be posted today alright I want you guys to listen to this live I want you to find it on your on the podcast and keep listening. I want, I want, I want one K hits this month, guys. One K hits go. on this episode. I'll see you guys soon. All right, gracias. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Cochino Comedy Podcast Show. We'll see ya.